The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. At that very same hour, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, our Mother who gives us birth. Amen. I'll admit I don't have a vast repertoire of emojis. I use a couple now and then, but sometimes I just revert to the colon and the parentheses. Once I responded, though, to someone who was in deep grief, and I chose an emoji with tears until I looked more carefully and realized it was a laughing emoji, someone laughing so hard they were crying. I certainly need, needed a red-faced, embarrassed emoji at that point. Now, emojis add emotion to flat text, and there's quite a spectrum, not only the happy and the sad and the mind, mad and the tired, but there's the starstruck and the flushed and the yawning and the pouting, and a dozen or so more. But is there an emoji for lament? And what would that emoji look like to lament? Today's gospel is sometimes called Jesus' lament over Jerusalem. Now, sure, we can go back in time and know that Jesus was lamenting that the people of his day rejected the prophets, including him. But is this lament today God's heartbreak when we refuse the divine summons? Is this lament today our turning away from God who desires to draw us closer and closer into her embrace? The scriptures are full of lament, and some of us this Lent are studying and reflecting on lament. Our Small Bites Forum, today after worship, online and upstairs, will continue this conversation. But let me say it right away for those of us who whine a lot. Lament isn't whining. Lament is honestly taking our feelings to God, crying out from the depth of our soul, where are you, God? Have you deserted us? Why do I feel so all alone? Won't you do something? 
Life is too hard. Life is too lonely. Life is too sad. So we lament when something is wrong in the world, war or violence or natural disasters. Our hearts break as we see images from Ukraine and we read story after story each day as time goes on. A pregnant woman on a stretcher being rescued from a bombed maternity hospital. An old woman walking through a neighborhood, lamenting the lack of food and water. Bodies lowered into mass graves and refugees streaming and then being welcomed into neighboring countries. We lament as well when something is wrong in our social fabric, racism and all forms of prejudice and exclusion. And we lament when something is wrong in our bodies, illness, or other health challenges. We lament when something feels wrong in our minds or in our souls, and nothing can raise our spirits. But as they say, help is on the way. And it's the tender image in today's gospel of a mother hen. If you have children with you this morning, show them right now this picture of a mother hen and chicks on the, on the cover of the bulletin because that's what the pastor is talking about in the sermon. Now, I doubt there's an emoji of Jesus with a hen face. But imagine what that would look like. But there is a church on the Mount of Olives, on the ground where Jesus lamented and wept over Jerusalem. And there's a mosaic there of a mother hen and her chicks with an image, and with this image is the poignant verse from today's gospel. How often I desire to gather your children together as a hen, as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. How heartbreaking. So, pardon a little hen talk. What comes to mind to you when you think of hens and chickens? I haven't been in a hen house since I was a kid visiting my grandparents' farm. Now, I did see The Music Man on Broadway a couple months ago, and it does ring in my mind that song that portrays a bunch of busybodies gossiping like a brood of cackling hens. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheep, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Now, maybe this isn't the best song to use for Jesus as a mother hen. So I went online and consulted the happy chicken coop the happy chicken coop about brooding hens. Not something I've thought a lot about. It said, your hen is squawking whenever you approach her. She won't leave her nesting box. What's wrong? Is she ill? Far from it. Chances are she's just broody and she wants chicks. So she'll sit on top of her eggs and others which she has stolen all day long in attempt to hatch them. Can I make a connection with Jesus? Maybe Jesus wants to hatch 
new life bring forth resurrection from us, and we are certainly all gearing toward Easter. But more than that, I have come from this website to love the word broody, not just moody. And I can imagine what an emoji would be for broody. Clearly here, Jesus, our Lord, is brooding. The word brood means to ponder moodily, to lament, to sulk. So think of the fox in the story, the villain, the fox Herod, setting out to get Jesus, as he did John the Baptist. Nothing will stop Herod. That's what power does to you, something we know all too well these days. So perhaps Jesus is brooding over his fate. Perhaps Jesus is brooding over Jerusalem for its stubbornness. Perhaps Jesus is brooding over the war and evil that seem to be part of the human condition from generation to generation. But think back to the creation story, the Spirit of God brooding over the waters, moving, hovering, brooding over the deep as a mother broods over her young. Now, when you think about images that you would choose for God, maybe Mother Hen isn't one. Though I'm still waiting for the first Mother Hen Lutheran Church. For this image of God and Jesus is vulnerable. It's not just any Mother Hen, as one writer puts it, but it's a a vulnerable mother bird whose wings are open wide, ready to welcome, ready to receive, ready to shelter. And it's the image of a worried mother, a grieving mother with a broken heart, a mother who would do anything to protect her young, to put herself in harm's danger. Does this look familiar, Holy Trinity brood? This is the open-hearted, open-handed posture that we use as we say the Lord's Prayer. One writer says that maybe we should think of brooding as a spiritual practice, that we need to name our laments more, as we did at the beginning of this liturgy that we need to sit with our grief and our loneliness. Perhaps we need to name our vulnerabilities more to each other. It's easy to look around and think that everyone else is doing okay but me. But in reality, if we knew the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional burdens that all of us not only in this room, but in our community and in the world we're carrying, it might draw us closer together in the brood, so to speak. And we would be able to look with compassion on one another as our mother hen God looks on us. But I need to say, like most things in life, brooding or lamenting isn't an end in itself. Persistent brooding can lead to sickness in a hen. She has to eventually get off her nest to eat and exercising. Too much brooding and she will get sick and die. And too much brooding for us can lead to paralysis and sickness as well. We've got to get off our seats. We have to leave our nest. We need to be about the tasks of life. 
working for change in the world, being agents of justice and peace, sharing God's tender, accepting, open-hearted embrace with others. So dear Holy Trinity brood in person and online, God draws you close this day, laments and broods over the suffering of our world, embraces you as her tender child, spreads her wings over you in times of danger, enfolds you with grace and a new beginning and forgiveness, feeds you this day with life-giving food at this table, and then sends you forth from your nest with new courage and new strength for the Lenten journey ahead. Amen.